0: Welcome to the Mommy Oyoyo Podcast, a safe space for honest, transparent, authentic, and real-life gist about being a mother, African style. I am your hostess with the mostest, Berry Dakara, and I am here to share the unique experiences of being an African mother. Thank you for tuning in. Oya, drop the kids, get comfy, and make we start! Hello everybody and welcome to episode 5 of the Mommy Oyo Yo Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest Ms. Berry Dakara and I am very excited for this week's episode. Like seriously, this was what I wanted to put out last week, but unfortunately we had some technical difficulties. However, this week we have overcome those challenges and all I want to say is we have overcome. We have overcome. We have overcome. Wait, is that how the song goes? Someday. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, so let's uh, forget. The singing that I just sang. Uh, I apologize for that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we have overcome the challenges, and I'm very excited for you to listen to um, the episode for this week. It is an interview with an old friend of mine, and uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy this episode. But before I start introducing my friend and the guest on the podcast, I want to celebrate that the podcast is now available on Stitcher, which means that we only have um, Apple Podcasts left to conquer. And you know what? I know it's coming very, very soon. um, I sent an email to the Anchor team, and they reassured me that uh, we're going to be on Apple Podcasts very soon. So you guys just sit tight. We're going to be everywhere very, very soon. Okay? Okay. So now... on to today's episode. It is not your typical African father, and this episode or today's episode, I have a special guest. His name is Osi Opetu. He is a and while well, he's an entrepreneur and he owns multiple businesses across the world. Um I know that he has one or two businesses in Nigeria. He has a couple in the US and I believe he's trying to set up something in Asia or is it that his virtual assistant is in Asia? Something like that. I don't know. But um as you can tell he's a very busy man. But um he has a six and a half year old son who he raised by pretty much himself for a few years before he finally, um, well, not finally, but before he got married to um, his son's mom. They got back together. They were separated for a little bit of time, but they are now back together and just got married um, a couple of months ago. So congratulations. To the happy couple, congratulations to the newlyweds, and congratulations on getting your family together. I'm very excited for that, but um, I just wanted to talk to OC today about his experiences um raising his son, um while being um, a single father for a little bit of time, and um, if you know about um, I guess the typical. African father they're not really involved in the day to day lives and activities of their children. It's more of yeah, Daddy gives us money for allowance, or you know they really live leave the um rearing and the day to days to the mothers or to nannies and all of that. They're not really there and present and all of that, but O C is a very hands-on father, I can tell you that. And um, you're going to see or listen through the conversations, like how involved he is in his son's life. So um, without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to the interview. Thank you very much, O C, for being a guest on my show, for being the first guest on this podcast. Oh, wow. I'm honored. I didn't even
1: know it was that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are the very first guest. Look at you wow, now. Wow, that's
1: your... amazing. Check me out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should <laughs> send you a present for this. We'll send you a mommy or yo t-shirt. Hey.
1: Well, that would be wonderful. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay no you can't wear me yo, 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 no. you know i have to wear that yo 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 well we'll see how you can do Oh yeah that um, is but thank, you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh could you quickly um introduce yourself please? My
1: name is OC. Um I am a a businessman now formerly a an engineer well, Engineering degree, but you know, worked in a consulting firm uh, for a little bit. Uh, I am so I'm an active businessman and, and a father of a six year old. Recently got married. Oh, um, yes.
0: Congratulations!
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's that's a I believe that's a good summary.
0: Yeah, I think so. That's um, a good one. Thank you. So, um, you know, this episode, this is episode five and we are talking about um not your typical African father because you are not the typical African father. You're very, very hands on with your son. Mm-hmm. You are very involved in the day to day um life and activities of your son. And that's why I wanted to talk to you just so we can find out a little bit more about how you came to that point um if it's something that uh, you always wanted to do and how it has been um while you were um I guess a single dad effectively and how you know things have um I guess progressed now that you're back together with um your son's mom so the very first question i want to ask you is what does fatherhood mean to you and what's your general approach to it
1: uh fatherhood means a lot to me i mean my father was a very um strong figure in my life so definitely but i mean outside of that i think even before i had my kid i already decided that man if i i mean if i ever have a you know a son it'd be important for me to give him all the things i didn't have but also at the same time kind of you know give him a strong foundation to kind of set him up so i mean i've always wanted to be um, make sure I'm making the right decisions for my son. That kind of father, I guess. And then, then naturally, um, now, I just remember when I heard that, and I was gonna be expecting a baby. The joy that came, you know. So, I mean, fatherhood just means making whatever necessary sacrifices to make it work, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, and it's it's just such an honor for me to be a father, you know. And I hope every day I live, hoping to be able to at least um fulfill that what that role is in my eyes um so and then my approach more to fatherhood you know and i think maybe i must have answered it earlier it's just maybe i'm very i'm very very i'm, I'm a very hands-on involved personal you know, father um i want to make sure that you know again i'm there um you know focused on 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 making sure my son is happy, he's healthy. You know, he's he's not lacking anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, I think I'd mentioned this earlier, no before. One of the things about me is, you know, people are always going to what what keeps you up at night? What keeps you up at night? I remember before having my kid, nothing could worry me at all. Like I was very calm. Nothing. Your house can be burning. I'll just calmly walk out. So I'm not bothered. Nothing mm-hmm. really keeps me up at night. I'm not that. I mean, I've gone through challenges. I know that eventually there, you know, I'm optimistic that things always work out for the better. So I never worry too much. But ever since I became a father, that's the one thing that keeps me up at night. Is you know is my kid okay? You know, is he happy? How's he doing in school? How's he just doing in his own life? You know, um, right. So that's that's my, uh, I think that's more, hopefully that defines that kind of, let me get, shed some light to my approach on fatherhood, kind
0: of. Yeah, and um, to your point about, you know, um, fatherhood keeping you up at night, you know, thinking about your son, I remember last week at it was like midnight or so and you were (laughs) texting like hey so do you have any ideas of schedules for a six-year-old because you know I'm trying to get my son's schedule for the summer like down pat and I'm just like okay (laughs) it's midnight (laughs) 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 but that's what's on your mind like your son's on your mind and I think that that is um, something that really great and something that not a lot of um, fathers Thank do. You. Which leads me into my next question. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that you're this way with um, your son because you were um, single for a few years? Because you were separated from his mom for a few years? Or did you mm-hmm. always plan to be you know, very involved in you know, raising your son like, with the day-to-day activities?
1: Mm, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't have it down-packed that I would be involved in day-to-day activities. I just knew that there were certain things I definitely wanted to, you know, um, you know. Uh, there's a certain way I wanted to ha- you know, uh, be involved. Like I just wanted to make sure, I didn't know that I'd be that involved with day-to-day day down to the T, but I was like, oh yeah, at least I'll, i I just knew that I had this love for whoever my child was gonna be. And then when he came, you know, that started happening. And then, you know, it had nothing to do with, you know, being single. Because even when we were together, when I first had him, the first year I was extremely involved, extremely. Like, I would um, give him a bath, feed him. I would, like, when she first, I remember when she first had the baby, I was like, hey, you know, take some, get a rest, get some rest. And I would, because you've know, done all this work, birth in the baby, you know. So I would, you know, when it was an infant, I would, you know, feed him, bathe him, give him, put him to sleep and stuff like that. I was always very, very involved and maybe do some house chores while he naps. And also, I would ask, you know, my wife at the time, you know, uh, said, you know, we weren't married then, but I was like, hey, you know, get some rest and stuff like that. So I've always, if I think about it, I've always, like, my day then was always, okay, how do I, you know, make sure he's, he's feeding right, he's burping right, you know. I, I learned mm-hmm. you know, I, I his different cries, what they mean, you know. I was heavily involved. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I've always, okay. been, I've always been that way. So that has nothing to do with being you know, being single. Now, being single, of course, you know, it, it just doubles because at some point you don't, you don't get a break. You don't have help. So right. uh, it depends. And that depends on what your family structure is like, too, you know, here. I mean, some people in Nigeria, I feel like if you have that family structure there, most of the time people have help and people have some downtime so you can get that help. But I didn't have the luxury of that. So.
0: Okay, well, it's actually good that you brought that up because I was about to ask, you know, at the beginning of your separation, um, mm-hmm. and while, I guess, you were separated, like, what was a typical day like for you? And I was going to ask also, like, did you have any immediate help with your son?
1: So our situation was, I think my son would go there. You no, know, at some point, we did it one week on, one week off. But at some point, we started doing a situation where my son would go there. I think he was not there more on the weekends, and I'll get him during the week while it was there was some kind of division um but I did not when I had him, I didn't have any help. his mom had a traveling job, so she was barely in town, she was always traveling you no know, um at the time, so it was it was difficult I mean when she was around she you know we were discussed and I tried to make sure that you know, you know she had him um every now and then, but for the most part um no, I remember it just seemed endless like, you know, I had him um, and I didn't have any help. And I remember that everywhere I went, I took him. If I was going to the restroom, I took him with me. If I was going to, you know, if I had to use the restroom, he would be right there because he, he was so attached. That made him kind of attached. Uh, some people see him now, say he's sport. But that's because, you know, we, we were at some point, it was just two of us. So we, we got used to, you know, and I think just naturally, you know, he was at that stage, too. He wanted that parental bond. All so, right. like, he went everywhere with me, so it was difficult. So, you know, um, I don't remember any breaks at all, except when he was napping. The only time I could get breaks was when he was
0: napping. Uh, you know, you, you totally <laughs> understand my life right
1: now.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> totally understand you. my life because once you wake up, it's like, it's non-stop until the child has gone to sleep. It's just I'll non-stop. I'm telling you. Tell yeah. you. <laughs> and then I used
1: to dread weekends then because... I know people love weekends. That's when I realized that, I man, no, weekends are not good. Because during the week, at least you get that break when you're at work, you know, right. and your child's at daycare. Weekends, you have to plan <laughs> programs from morning till night. So people are like, oh, most regular person is like, hey, I'm getting off work. The weekend is here. So I'm going Friday is here so I can get to chill and rest, do whatever, turn up, relax, get some R&R, whatever. But for you, by Friday, you're already like, oh, my God, weekend is here <laughs> you know (laughs) you pick the child up you do the root friday routine whatever they go to sleep or you're tired then saturday morning you have to now figure out you same thing you do every day wake them up bathe them feed them Mm -hmm. then you have to figure out what's going to happen you know that window or that time you have there how do you wear the child down you know how do you tire them out or something you know keep them occupied you know, uh, and that's the one that's really worse. Cause at least, if, like I said, if you're at work, at least you you know, you know, you get a break a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, so weekends used to be held in. So, I mean, and I did probably cause I didn't have any help, you know. And then when you're mentioning that, saying something about, oh, I, I don't know, I am, um, I'm talking about your life right now. I re- now looking back at it, it seems so hard. But then when I was doing it, even though it seemed hard, you were just trying to get by to the next. Hour or the next moment, you are even right. thinking about the full day because if you did, man, I'm sure it would be crushing and overwhelming. All you're thinking about is okay, let me just feed him now, okay, let me just bathe yeah. him now, okay, <laughs> let me just put him to sleep now. <laughs> you know, you're just thinking about that next action, that next step, you know. Uh-
0: so that's that's pretty much what it's like. Um, now you just um, while you're answering that question, you mentioned how you know before, like on Fridays or Saturdays, you'd be thinking more about turning up and hanging out and you know going out with your friends. But you know, obviously, you know you were and you still are more involved in you know caring for your son than most African men. Um, so. What was it like? Like, how did your friends and, you know, people in your social circle, Um, how did they take it when, you know, they're like, oh, you know, hey, oh see, let's go hang out or whatever. And you're like, yeah, no, I have my son this weekend, you know, we have a birthday party or, you know, baby sick or, you know, I just, I can't go off. I have the baby with me. Like, what was that like? Like, was there any, not like to say that like, did they ridicule you or anything, but like, were any of them like really understanding because... Again, the typical African man is like, yeah, you know, give the child to the mother, you know, and you Mm -hmm. keep it moving. Do your life and do what you want to do.
1: Yeah. So the funny thing is, I didn't even pay attention to what people thought or what they didn't think. (laughs) My mind wasn't there. (laughs) My focus was just, (laughs) can I just do what I need to do for my son? You know, I wasn't really, how? I wonder how this person feels or how that person... No, it never occurred to me. I never thought about it. But I will tell you, now that you brought that up, I remember two reactions, you know, and there are reactions of different ways. One was one time I was supposed to meet up some people at a a cigar bar or something for some events, and theres some friends I had just made they just moved into town where you know they we were really cool, and they wanted So I think I would had some downtime where I didn't have him, so I was able to hang with them and meet them, and I knew them so but mm-hmm. then, even though I had explained the when I' meeting you know, I'm a single father da, 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 you know and um but this is like my little break off or whatever um and um maybe they, it just maybe went over their heads they really maybe or they just maybe assumed that i'm the typical single father you know uh-huh. like you know who's not as involved so i remember they invited me to a cigar bar you know and they're like oh when are you going to show up when are you going to show up you know i ended up not showing up because i was even explaining to them though i actually need to find somebody to watch my kid if i don't have anybody then i can't really come and i remember not going to that that day and they were so mad you know, uh, really? and I'm like, do you, you do realize I am a single yeah. father, right? You know, so that just made me. I think that was one situation that made me you knew. No, I don't. I can't even be bothered about people that don't understand my situation.
0: All right. And
1: then, and then the next one was um, uh, a friend of mine who I went to his house one time. I used to go visit him every now and then. So I went to his house once with my kid, and he you know, he was like. I remember we I was like, oh, we're hungry. So like, okay, let's fry some plantain and eggs and everything. And then he was just amazed at how I was like having to fry plant egg for my son and try and feed him and make sure he eats and just how my son needed attention for stuff and how I just kept attending to him. He was kind of like, ah to him, it was like, This guy you're trying to this is a lot of work. But to me, I'm like, you know yeah like this, like this is normal yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> like this guy so so and the funny thing is that that was my very close, that's my very close friend so he knows my situation we we'll be talking on the phone but I think seeing it made him understand the magnitude of like to him what he thought the magnitude of the situation was wow this guy's really involved every way every bit you know, the other way you know so uh, but those are the two reactions I remembered but honestly most of the time I didn't even care to know where people were like you know, if you didn't understand my situation if I told you my situation and you didn't accept it or understand it, then um, mm. we weren't even I wasn't even going to bother trying to explain to you.
0: Oh that's that's um actually really nice. You know, a lot of women um um I I don't know if it's that we give into kind of like Mom shaming or mom guilt, where we're worried about what other people are saying or thinking about us all the time. And the truth of the matter is, like, honestly, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just take care of your child, take care of yourself. That's what really matters, right? Yeah. Yeah. so now that you're back together with your son's mom and you're a newly wed, congratulations mm-hmm. again. Thank um you. has your approach to parenting changed like um are, are are like the the are you are you still as hands on? Um or oh, are yes. more... Ex-
1: extremely <laughs> As as you can see, I am. That just answered the question. If you heard my son in the background, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so because you're still of, very
0: hands on, and um,
1: yes, of course. It's over. Yeah, it's over. I'm still very, very much hands on. Huh? Yeah. So uh, well, I uh, sorry. I'm uh, okay. <laughs> I have my son. Um, I gave him a little punishment. So he has to watch more Walker, which I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson. So you
0: know but, what? Uh...
1: <laughs> your, your
0: punishment is very, very interesting. <laughs> Last week um, on the episode, we talked about uh, disciplining children. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but um, making your child watch TV is mm-hmm. not a, I don't think it's an appropriate form of um, discipline. This is just yeah, my humble. Yeah, yeah. compl-
1: <laughs> this is my way of getting him to 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 watch what uh, he didn't novel. want to watch yeah he's not interested he's not i'm i'm a big fan avid fan he's not a fan at all so yeah i've been trying to preach to him who he is he doesn't want to listen he's never really so he said he came today that's because he he uh misbehaved yesterday so i said no tv for the rest of the week and uh well, so, yeah, because yeah, of, i said that <laughs> what
0: but then the only
1: TV he can watch is Michael Jackson. Exactly, exactly. That's to at the end of the week, so I said the only TV. But so he was like, "Oh, it's I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored." So I said, "Oh, you're yeah, bored? Okay, you know what? We, we can watch something, but it has to be my my stuff. You know, I'm gonna pick it out. You can't watch any of your cartoons because his cartoons he really wants to watch bad, and Nick Jr. in specific. So right. uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm giving, so he's saying it's kind of like an educational lesson for him on music. to Let him know who the legends are. So, oh, well, okay, <laughs> he's if you put it out, like watch so
0: some you know, history and enjoy some music. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but, it's, it's, but yeah, that, back to your question about am I still ever involved? Yes, I am. I am. The way I look at it now is just, you know, it's more of, I mean, you're together. So it's more of your team. You know, we got to, you know, you always have challenges. People always ask to have tough days. I've never, I've been doing this for seven, six, seven years. I'm still not used to it. I still get tired. Like mm-hmm. this morning I was preparing his breakfast because his mom still has her traveling job. So she's been gone for Sunday and won't come back till tomorrow. So mm-hmm. she did, you know, prep his meal and everything before she left. This is his lunch. This is his dinner. This is that to really help. She, 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 she tries to help as much as she can. So right. again, we look at it with that whole team approach. But I guess maybe this is where, you no, know, if you're looking at it from the traditional Nigerian perspective, because you still don't see a lot of men help. You well, know, they feel like okay, once now, you know, once you're married, I think a Nigerian Nigerian man would have said, okay, since I'm married, let the wife do everything, you know. Right. Um So, but no, we're still I'm still very heavily involved, especially because I understand, you know, she has a traveling job. Um, she's not available now. At the end of the day, it's always a. a, a Really, I'm looking at the outcome, what's, what's best for my son.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um I can't just sit, I would I mean, I can't just sit, I would love to sit and just throw up my legs, but um I can see the impact when I'm heavily involved. Right. You know, I can definitely see how he's you no know, cause he's been getting some challenges sometimes in school or camp here, in summer camp because it's summer. And but mm-hmm. I've noticed that instead of yelling at him, just to talking to him and engaging with him. Engaging in him helps me understand how he's thinking and where his head is at, so maybe that might explain why he's maybe reacting a certain way and mm-hmm. maybe which is causing him to you know um you know to to seem like he's getting in trouble in camp but you know talking to him has made me understand him and it just made me you know search in and be creative look for new creative ways to try to you know um you know, help him understand what he's doing. He's wrong instead of just yelling or whatever. You know, so being involved is just helping me. I think giving me better solutions, and that's when I probably reached out to you, saying, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about a structure for my son because I need right. something like a schedule and everything." So, so um, still being heavily involved is, is, is to me, is amazing, and I, I and it doesn't feel like work because of the joy, I guess, that comes with it. It only feels like work probably when he goes to sleep, or when I go to sleep, or when my day ends and I realize, oh man. Like I'm, how tired I'm, tired you of yeah, I'm tired yeah i'm tired of being on my feet all day or i did this and which i today actually i have been on my feet except when he dropped him on some account for a little bit but ever since he's been back i'm either standing to either make dinner or standing to do one thing or another um okay. so yeah and, and again just to add now i do have help my dynamic has changed a little bit some of my one of my sisters stays with me so okay. she kind of helps when i am gone but i would be like to watch him or like this evening she helped him with some of the dinner, um, you know, uh, or like, but it helps. Like, for example, I had to go to the grocery store to get something I forgot. Instead of going, I was just like, hey, can you help me get it? So she went and got it. So okay. that helps. Instead of before, I would have to go. If it's only me and him, then, you know, you, getting, you you dashing in the car and dashing in the store. is not the same as when you have a right. kid with you, you know. Yeah. Especially when they're, you know, a toddler. Now, when he's older, it's a little easier, but you still have to slow down and that's one of the major adjustments I, I had to do when I had a kid. I realized mm-hmm. you can't just uh, uh, hop in and hop out of places or, you know, go somewhere and go get stuff. You know, it doesn't work that way. I just go get something really quickly now. Right. But I'm still, yeah, but uh, going back to the original question, I'm still very much involved.
0: Okay. Well, um, I was also going to ask, and you kind of started talking about it a little bit. I um, was going to ask, you know, what struggles you've had as a father. So, um, just from what you have said, it looks like maybe discipline is something that you're kind of dealing with now. And, you know, um, you mentioned that he's not, he's been having challenges at summer camp. Mm-hmm. And um, so just maybe like, in, what what has been, what what have been the, the toughest struggles you've had as a father?
1: Hmm. I think my biggest struggle was when they told me so he goes to private school, right? When they, he had started one and we were okay with that. My biggest challenge was when they said he was having problems at school. Though I think that that's on that teacher because he was only to there for two weeks, you know? Uh, so not being able to do anything about that situation, you know, that's been my biggest struggle. But I think Overall, that has been my biggest overall. That that one really shook me and worried me for days till I found another school. And luckily we found another school, it was a Christian school, and they really demonstrated Christian values, not Christian school just by name. And okay. um, that's what I really loved about that. I felt the genuine love, warmth, and welcome, you know, and they actually made us feel like we, it was an honor for them to have us, you know. So that, that situation got taken care of. But overall, okay. my day-to-day struggle as a father now has always been able to being able to have a structure, a set structure so that he can follow that and he has a habit to you know, follow. Mm-hmm. Because um uh, and now what I'm working on now is when I get this set schedule, I want everybody to have a copy of it. So there's consistency because now, you know, I get help sometimes. I might not be I might be the one traveling for business and then my mom might be the one who has to like take care of stuff. And I want us to kind of be on the same page with that schedule. You know, um okay. and she has some great ideas too, which she probably use this with him, but might not tell me and, you know, I say, hey, you know what, I do this thing with Cameron and it kind of works well. And I do it at these times and I might not know about that. And then, you know, that's, that's too much inconsistency in his schedule structure, you know, even if it's just two, or maybe like if both of us are not around, my sister's the one with him, you know, it would help for her, it would help for her to have that structure. So I've seen how lack of structure has kind of, you know, affected me. And also mm-hmm. kind of affected him a little bit because I feel like if he had that structure, it would make things easier for him. Like maybe uh, his, his development in some skills here and there might have been quicker. Like, for example, with his potty training, I think mm-hmm. he kind of was late with that because we didn't even catch on to that. I mean, I think it was only me. I knew when he was ready because I've been reading this parenting magazine that tells you when your kid is ready. But right. I was lazy to ever practice or try with him. know i was just so lazy i would just throw the diaper on because it was an easy way out to be honest um so that lack of structure and and and, uh um, i don't know what i call that just having that not having that foundation kind of made it tougher for him to start you know party training because we skipped the window and then when we finally started trying to train him we had to like communicate with everybody across the board and constantly keep practicing but it was at, at this point he's already past the point where he was really willing to learn it was a little too okay. late so it was uh, I think it was this director that called me that hey if you don't if he's not potty trained by next this time next you know, term or whatever he's not going to be promote, you know, promoted to next class or you know he can't keep wearing diapers at this stage or whatever or something like that
0: right. Yeah,
1: uh, I can't remember what age it was I think maybe it was three or so three going to four and they're like no three year old he can't keep you wearing diapers or something like that So those are some of the things, just not having that structure is, it's been tough. You know, uh, I mean, of course I'm sure there are a lot more, but those are the ones that kind of stand out that I
0: remember now. Okay. Well, um, I would love so much to continue this conversation. Just, I have a toddler, as you know, and she just woke up from her sleep and she's crying. Mm -hmm. So I have to get back to her, but, um,
1: at least help and can make a contribution.
0: Oh, no, you definitely did. Like, I have really enjoyed our conversation. I am so pleased with it. And um, I'm sure everyone who listens in will be very pleased and also very impressed as well. Um, So I just want to say thank you again, OC, for um, coming on the show and being my first guest. I'm going to send you a gift somehow. Amen. Um, Amen. (laughs) (laughs) But give Cameron a big hug and... Best of luck with all of your businesses and much love to oh, your family. You, so you are yeah. doing such an amazing job being, um, you know, a father. And I wish so that much. there are more men like you out there who could, you know, show yeah. what fatherhood should and could be like. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, thank right, you so nice much. You. Thank you.
0: All right, have a nice evening. All right,
1: no worries. Thank you for your kind words. I didn't even know, if, yeah, I didn't look at it that way. But hey, I appreciate all the kind words. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Have a wonderful night, okay?
1: All right, you too. Bye-bye.
0: bye So as you can tell, um, I wasn't quite ready to end the interview, but I had to stop at that point. However, Osi was very gracious to answer a couple more questions for me um via whatsapp yes i will do whatever it takes to make sure that i um get my episodes out to you guys and have it as i really want it so i'm just listening for the remaining uh two questions that i asked him i asked him how he balances um, running multiple businesses with fatherhood. And I also asked him what he um, would like for his children to say about him in the future. So just take a listen to this uh, next couple of minutes and the episode will be over. Thank you.
1: How do I balance my <clears throat> businesses and fatherhood? I look at it as just a blessing, the kind of businesses I do or I, again, um, the kind of things I get involved in, the way the business model is set up, is not something that, while well, it's demanding, it's not demanding too demanding. It has its it has its moments, and so the way it, what happens is that I go into businesses that uh, are a certain have a certain flexibility and they are kind of like streamlined a certain way. So, the uh, most of the work is done when I'm initially starting up, because at that point I'm like everything. So I'm I want to be at that um, the one who's like the, the manager the accountants, the, you know, pretty much everything, uh, the operations manager and everything. So that makes me learn the business. Uh, And at that point, I'm usually busy. So at that point, I've kind of talked to um, my, you know, my wife kind of helps me, um, you know, take care of my son at that point or uh, I guess in the past, you know, Um, I had family members who were, you know, maybe around so they were able to help me watch him when I was setting up, you know, build a business and, you know, he takes up a lot of my time and all that stuff. I'm able to run around, travel, do all the necessary paperwork, have necessary meetings that I have to do. But at some point, you know, it gets flexible to a point where I'm able to hire staff to take care of all the uh, running around. So that kind of always frees me up. And that's one of my biggest goals to always do something that's flexible or something that Gives me a certain um, kind of freedom because I know that my main goal is always to be, you know, available as much as I can as a father. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes that's not always going to be possible, but that's kind of how I do it. I just focus on things, businesses that require minimal effort and um, kind of give me the structure. I uh, kind of structure it in a way that gives me that freedom where I'm able to be, a, 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 um, to kind of. Available for my son, or available to raise my son as much as possible. Then, um, what would I like my for my children to say about me as their father when I grow up? Um, I just want to know them. I just want them to know that I love them. That's all. You know, I love them more than you know. I want them to understand that I really love them deeply. I love them more, and I'll do anything for them. I'll make. I'll take the necessary sacrifices to make sure that. They're okay, you know. Um, but just know that they're loved. Um, I'm going to work on not judging them or pressuring them. I mean, for me, like, I think my goal is as long as my kid is happy, I'm okay. So, as long as they know me as somebody who wants them to be happy and understand that they're loved and they should um, be confident in knowing that, you know. Um, it's okay to just live life as long as you know you have people who love you and most importantly you know I guess maybe family members so you know um, just for them to know that yeah definitely that I love them tremendously and I would do uh, the necessary things for them Um, yeah so I think that answers the question of how what I would want my children to uh, say about me and hopefully you know somebody just say, oh yeah he was a great man he was was, was, uh, so yeah, a great person for me to learn from, you know. It was a great teacher for me to learn from, and you know, um, I want to teach them what I wish I knew when I was like younger, or what I feel like would would have yeah, would have helped if you could guided me, you know. So that's it.
0: Thanks so much to OC for granting me uh, this interview for this episode. I really enjoyed our chat and our discussion. It was really and lightning and I think that there's a lot for um, other African men to glean from this. Of course Osi is not a perfect father and he doesn't try to be but um, he's doing the best that he can and he's really trying to make sure that he's as involved as he can be in his um, son's life. Well for now, well I'm sure there are future children coming but (laughs) I'm sure he's, uh, he's really trying to do what he can to um, be as involved as possible in their lives. And I think it's something that's worthy of emulation. So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, we'll see you back for the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Yo podcast. Out of everything you could be doing, you chose to spend the time with me and I am truly grateful. Please follow us on social media at Mommy Yo, which is M-O-M-M-Y, O-Y-O-Y-O. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Feel free to send us feedback and suggestions that way or via our email at mommyoyoyo at gmail.com. Also, subscribe to the Mommy Oyoyo Podcast on your favorite podcast players. Rate and review the podcast. And finally, don't keep this goodness to yourself. Share the Mommy Oyoyo Podcast with your friends, your family, your co-workers, and more. The Mommy The Mommy Oyoyo Podcast. Sharing experiences of African motherhood. Mommy, Oyo yo, Mommy, Oyo yo, Mommy, Oyo yo. See you next time.